what a fabulous show, darling. Well, what do you mean a fabulous show? You haven't even heard it yet. I just know it's going to be fabulous no matter what, darling. Well, hey, you might be right. It is the Harlan Highway, and when isn't it fabulous? Well, let's not push it, darling. Okay. Well, welcome, everybody. I am he, Harlan Williams, uh, hosting the podcast called The Harlan Highway, and you are here, and uh, what a what a uh, show we have today. Uh, we're going to be talking about students. Yes, are you a student? Well, if you are, we're going to be talking about you. Um, how about your face? Has your face ever annoyed you? Wait till you hear about how my face has annoyed me as of late. Uh-huh. Um, flamingos. We're going to be talking about flamingos. Got to talk about flamingos. Are you kidding me? Um, and your messages. Some of your phone messages will be uh, rolling through some of those. Uh, tennis. Tennis, anyone? There's an aspect of tennis that amazes me. We're going to get into that. And then, of course, Senor Fuentes is dropping by, my gardener. Always bizarre when he comes around. But that's what we do here. Bizarreness on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Relax. Get ready to have fun. What we've got here is failure to communicate. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. This is Harlan Williams. I'm a human being. God damn it. Hey, 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 people. This is Harlan Williams. The Harlan Highway. Hey, any of you ever see any animals running across the road? You know, I hate to say it, but every now and then, people hit animals. And you know what? If I was an animal, I'd rather get hit by an Escalade than get eaten from the butt end forward by 14 lions. Okay? Nature is cruel, man. You watch the Discovery Channel, everything dies on that channel. I mean, everything just gets eaten alive. Except for the lions. They just kind of lay down and die. But everything else, man, it's rough. Everything dies on the Discovery Channel. And you got to figure, I saw a little uh, half-hour show on flamingos the other day. Flamingos. I mean, think of it. Nature is tough enough to survive, let alone you're born pink. Okay? What do you do when you're pink? You're standing around on one leg. A giant rabid monkey flies out of the weeds and attacks you. How do you defend yourself when you're pink? It's like, hey, player, what's up? You want a piece of this? Let's go, weed monkey. You want to throw it down? Let's do this. Let's do this right here, right now in the swamp. Come on. Bring it. Got any friends? Bring it. Let's do this. I mean, what do you do when you're a flamingo? You're standing on one leg. Something comes flying at you through the air. You're on one leg. You go to kick it. Now you got no legs. You fall right on your pink flamingo face. I mean, what kind of chance do you have in nature when the king and queen of hearts in Alice of Wonderland 
We're using you as a croquet mallet. The king and queen of hearts actually used flamingos. They'd hold them upside down and use them as croquet mallets. They'd smash their heads against the balls and whack them through. What kind of chance do you have nature when you're pink and you're a croquet mallet for card people, for card royalty? I mean, a hummingbird could kick the crap out of a flamingo. Oh, Listen, my flamingo, do yourself a favor. Go and get some camouflage or something. I mean, this is ridiculous. Go and redecorate the forest. Change things around. You're going to get it. Oh, well. And not to imply the flamingos are gay. They just are effeminate. They're pink and they're, they're a little feathery. But maybe there's some butch flamingos. Maybe there's some bull dyke flamingos. Maybe there's some weightlifter flamingos. Who knows? Anything can happen in nature. And anything can happen here on the Harland Highway. Watch out for flamingo droppings as you drive along. Be safe and stay out of the weeds. Hey, Harland. It's Blake. Danny. From Dallas, Texas, I uh, just wanted to call in and tell you how much I enjoyed the show. I uh, podcast it every day, and I listen to it while I'm out at work, pushing a fertilizer spreader across rich people's yards, and there I am laughing, and they're looking out the windows at me, peeking and shit, and they're like, what the fuck is this guy laughing at? And it's you, buddy. Wanted to call and tell you that I like the show. Take care. Wait, what are people saying? What the fuck is this guy laughing at? Wow, and what is it again? It's you, buddy. Wow, and what are you doing while you listen to uh, the Harlan Highway? Pushing a fertilizer spreader. Wow, now that's irony. You're spreading the bullshit while listening to me spread the bullshit. That is, that is. Harmony right there. Good for you. Well, thanks for listening, buddy. Good luck. And uh, <laughs> I'm glad the people are peering out their window and think you're mad. <laughs> Good job. Let's get to another call. Hey, Arlen. It's Robbie Elvington. I'm uh, walking my dog right now, and I just listened to your podcast about doing voice impressions. Here's my impression of Louis Armstrong. Hello, Dolly, it's so nice to have you back where you belong. You're looking swell. Dolly, I can't tell. Dolly, that's it. <laughs> okay, wow. Thank you, Grover from Sesame Street. I It was kind of there. I appreciate the effort. It was, <laughs> it was somewhere between Louis Armstrong and Grover. And all I could really think about the whole time you were singing is what the hell is your dog thinking? All right, you're out walking your dog, and you break into, Hello, Dolly. Oh, hello, Dolly. And your dog's going, What the hell is this guy on, man? Normally, we just go for a walk. It's quiet. I take a piss. We walk through the neighborhood. What the hell is even doing? Mushrooms? 
Is he on crystal meth? Is he tweaking? It's so nice to have you hanging around. Oh, well. Hey, guy, I'm trying to take a dump here. Knock off the Grover. Oh, hello, Dallas. <laughs> there you go. Think about your dog before you call the Harland Highway. Let's keep going. Let's get to more of your funny messages. Pushing the fertilizer spreader. Hi, my name is Harlan Williams. Now, a few shows ago, you had asked um, all of the listeners to share, um, you know, share how they were in the old saccharoonie. You know? So... Here I am sharing how I perform in bed. And again, this is Harlan William. And I would just like to say, I'm awful in bed. I I usually last about, you know, 45 seconds on a good day. But I've had some doozies before. The old eight-second moment of mayhem back in 97. Nah, that was a good one. Again, this is Harlan William. But... I don't think that's something to be ashamed of. Or I don't think you have to be ashamed either of the fact that after I'm through, I usually end the night by crying and by looking at a picture of my mother, Harlan Williams. This is who this is. So, thank you for calling. I really enjoy your podcast. Thank you very much. I enjoy doing this podcast. This is Harlan Williams. And I'll talk to you later, probably Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, because this is Harlan Williams. Hello! Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Wow. I gotta stop staying up all night and calling myself. Oh. Oh, just, just nothing good ever comes out of it. Well, thanks for your calls, everybody. Um, Good stuff. And if you want to call, you know the number, 888-500-2090. And that's our Harland Highway phone message machine. And maybe you'll hear yourself on here one of these days on the old Harland Highway. What the fuck is this guy laughing at? Well, I guess uh, it's inevitable with the election in full swing. I guess I should probably talk a little politics. Um, every uh, politician is on TV. Yeah, what? Yeah, oh, no. 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 Come on. I'm in the middle. Oh. What are you? What are you doing here? I'm in the middle of a podcast. What the hell are you doing here, Senor Fuentes? That's Senor Fuentes. I know who you are. You're my gardener. That's right, Senor. I'm your one and only gardener. Okay, look. I don't see a garden in here, do you? No, Senor. So why are you here in my podcast studio? I have a confession to make, Senor. Oh, no. What did you do this time? Well, senor, remember you told me to burn all the leaves in the backyard? Yes, I told you to burn all the leaves. They're all over the place. Well, I raked them into a big hole. Yes. And I lit them on fire, senor. Okay. And I burned them all in the hole. 
All right, great. Whoopie-doo. What's that got to do with me? Well, after a while, senor, there was all kinds of ashes in the hole. Okay. And they would not go out. All right. So I put on my rubber boots, senor. Yes. And I walked into your ash hole. Excuse me? I walked right into your ash hole with my rubber boots and stomped up and down in your dirty ash hole. Would you not say it like that? What, your dirty ash hole? It's not an ash hole. Well, it certainly was when I was jumping up and down in it. Up and down, up and down. Oh, senor, even the neighbors were watching me jump around in your dirty ash hole. Stop saying dirty ash hole. Well, what do you want me to say, senor? Look, did you put the fire out? No, senor, there's still some embers burning in your ash hole. Stop, ow, stop it. Why did you say ow, senor? I don't know. You said there was burning embers in my ash hole. Oh, yeah, you're right, senor. That could hurt. Look, did you spray some water on the ash, on the, on the thing? On the ash hole, senor? Yes, on the ash hole. No, senor, I could not get the hose to reach that far. Last thing I want to do is stick a hose up your ash hole. Stop it! Now, what did you do? Well, I told you, senor, I put some rubbers on and went right in your ash hole. What do you mean, rubbers? My rubber boots, senor. Oh, God, you are making this sound. Look, senor, I have some more bad news. What? I jumped in your ash hole with my rubber boots. Yes. One of them melted and came off. Oh, God. So? So now one of my rubber boots is in your ash hole. Get out of here! But, senor, I need a new pair of rubbers so I can finish working in your ash hole. Get out! It's really hot. There's smoke pouring out of your ash hole, senor. Get out of here! Oh, God. Senor Fuentes. What a knob. What a goofball. Well, listen... I got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, somebody gave me the idea for the ash hole. And uh, let me read you the letter. This is uh, a fan of the highway that wrote in to uh, harlowwilliams.com. And uh, let me read you his email. Scott Williamson in Corpus Christi, Texas. And he goes, here's another Senor Fuentes idea. He goes, hey, spooky buddy, <laughs> my new Disney movie. Thank you. You've used one of my Senor Fuentes ideas before, podcast number 245. Now, I don't remember which one that was, but thank you. And I was hoping to pass on another one. I don't think you've used this yet, so here it is. Senor Fuentes proceeds to tell you he was burning some brush on your property, and to be safe, he dug a big hole and burned it there. And now you're stuck with a big stinky ash hole. He has to be careful not to fall in your ash hole. One time he got too close and it was so stinky that he almost passed out and his hands are so dirty from digging in your ash hole. Ha ha, have fun. Well, I certainly did have fun and uh, great idea. Thank you, Scott. And uh, (laughs) Oh, the old ash hole. Keep those ideas coming. And in closing, Scott uh, added a joke. I'm putting in brackets joke, but here it is. This is Scott's, not mine. 
Here's a joke along the same lines. How do you catch a polar bear? You dig a big hole, and when it comes to look at it, you sneak up behind him and kick him in the ice hole. Now, I don't know how that catches a polar bear. More like enrages a polar bear, and he eats you. Um, And then Scott says, thanks for the podcast and for all the laughs. I totally agree with the twisted seatbelt. How does it happen? Scott in Texas. Well, yes, the twisted seatbelt was a bit I did uh, a few podcasts back where I talked about how the uh, seatbelt gets all twisted up and uh, who knows how or why it happens. Uh, But it does. Thanks again to Scott Williamson in Corpus Christi, Texas. Scott, spread the word. Tell your friends, your family to get on the Harland Highway or I will kick you right in the ash hole. <laughs> okay, thanks again. Keep those letters coming, harlowilliams.com, or you can leave me a phone message, 888-500-2090. that's splendid. All right, where are you? Where are you? Where are my students at? Huh? I know I have a lot of student listeners. That's the way I want it. I want the educated sect to be tuning in to the Harland Highway. I want the brainiacs, the cerebellums pumping, sitting in the petri dishes in the alien laboratories, pumping and throbbing, sending out information to the far reaches of the galaxy. But I'm a little upset, and I hope you students are upset, man. Okay, if you're watching the news, the president jumps on the telly, as they say in London. He's on the telly. Look, mate, it's the president of the United States. He's on the telly. What's he doing on the telly? Oh, I don't know. I didn't put him in there. He's just on it. Right, you want to go get some crumpets? Yeah, let's go get some crumpets. So the president's on the telly this week, and he's got this big announcement that there's an education problem here in America. Yeah, that's right. He goes on to say that 60% of all Americans cannot find Germany on a map of the world. 60%. And I say to the president, I say, hey, 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 listen here. You listen here, Mr. Nixon. Who cares if 60% of all Americans don't know where Germany is, huh? What about the other 85% that do know where it is? What about them? And why? Why should we care about the Germans after what they did to us back in Pearl Harbor there in 84? Why? Idiot. He's the dumb one, not us. Jeez. Keep your brain pumping, people. And speaking of pumping... Okay, here's something that made me pumping mad. And it's been happening for the last few nights. Um, I know everyone in their bedroom probably somewhere has an alarm clock, an alarm that goes off to wake them up early in the morning and violate their sleep. But you got to get up, right? So there's that annoying alarm clock. And you just want to throw it out the window, right? All right, well, imagine this. Transformers. Imagine your alarm clock is attached to your face. Okay? 
This is the torture I'm going through, and I, I don't know if this has happened to anyone else. This is an abnormality, man. I'm still amazed this has happened, but it's happened. Let me set the scenario. I go to bed, okay? I'm having a nice little snooze, and I guess we're uh, down in L.A. here. We kind of get our summer, believe it or not. Kind of in the uh, in the October, September, October, early November is like our warmest kind of nicest time. Our summers are actually a little uh, damp and and foggy from the ocean. So the air's dry, the uh, the the air's hot, the air's dry. Uh, there's pollen in the air, and uh, I get I get uh, re- reactions to the pollen sometimes. Sometimes my nasal cavity tightens up and gets swollen. So here's what happened. I'm fast asleep uh, about uh, three or four nights ago. And I wake up at like 3.30 in the morning, 4 in the morning. And I'm like, what the hell am I waking up for? What's that noise? And I keep hearing... And I'm like, what the hell is that whistling noise? And then I'd wake up and I'd start to go back to sleep and I'd I'd just be at that that little place that you know you're you're just your last semblance of consciousness before you go into dreamland, just before you go into sleep, and that was And I'm like, what the hell? And I I prop myself up on my elbow and I'm like God, I'm all stuffy. And then I, I get it. I go, what the hell? My nose is whistling. As I'm falling asleep, or as I'm asleep, my stuffy nose is is desperate for air. And with with the uh, the swelling and the closing in and the, the, the dryness... I guess it's choking off the uh, airflow through my nostrils and it's creating a whistling sensation. My bloody nose, not bloody, but my damn nose is whistling. No, not like that. I don't think I could get my nose to do that. No, my nose does not do bird calls. It's just, it's like an alarm clock. With every breath, it's like, And I'm waking up, and I'm like, oh, God. So I go blow my nose as hard as I can. It still sounds stuffy. I blow it again. And I start to go back to sleep, and (laughs) it's like my damn alarm clock nose. And to make matters worse, you ever do this when your nose gets stuffed up, right? And you have trouble getting air up the nose while you sleep. Your mouth drops open. Your mouth drops open, and then you're just breathing through your mouth. <gasps> right? But what happens then is that dry air is there, your mouth is open, and when you finally wake up, your mouth is bone dry, and your tongue, it feels like someone dropped an old dry piece of soap in your mouth. Or an old, uh, if your tongue feels like a like shoe leather, like someone dropped an old shoe in your mouth. Your, your your tongue looks like one of those apple tree dolls, 
You ever see those apple dolls? They're all shriveled up and they put little eyes on them. That's what your tongue looks like. Picture your tongue sitting on a rocking chair with little beady eyes. I mean, my face is a mess. So it's crazy. It's like, well, I'll roll in this position. I'll roll in that. I can't get away from my own face. And I can't get back to sleep. Every time I, I nod off, my face alarms me. Warning, warning. Get up, get up, get up. Your tongue is drying out. Hurry. Tongue alarm, tongue alarm. Good Lord. I have to sleep with a damp washcloth on my face or something like that. So I'm just trying to tell you the hell I'm going through with my face. My face is dragging me through hell and back. Thanks a lot, face. You're welcome. Don't you talk back to me. Well, why not? I'm your face. Uh. So I hope you're not uh, suffering a similar face. Uh, I mean, fate. Uh, because it is it is a nightmare, man. Good old alarm clock face. I'm like a transformer. My face has turned into half face, half alarm clock, half leather shoe. Good morning, Optimus Prime. Good morning. Wait, I'm Harland. No, you're not. You're Optimus Prime. Good Lord. So uh, hopefully this weather uh, clears up. Hopefully the uh, California, Los Angeles snow blizzards are blowing over the hill soon. And I can get back to my own damn face. Optimus Prime. Get out of here. Heavens to Murgatroyd. I'm watching tennis the other day, and I don't know about that game. Two guys running around after a ping pong ball that's got hair plugs. I I just, I'm not sure I get it, but if I ever need some flies swatted in my outhouse, bring them on. Get, Get me Andre Agassi. Ace. Federer gets three. But more importantly, what really grabbed my attention with that game is the guy that sits right in the middle of the court by the net, and he's way up there sitting in his little Bermuda shorts, way, way up in, like, Yogi Bear's Forest Fire Park Ranger Tower. I think he's a judge. And the power this judge has is over thousands of people collected in the stadium. And as they get a little too chatty, a little too heckly, a little too boisterous, Mr. Judge chimes in and with a big old quiet place, quiet place, like a miracle, everyone shuts up. I mean, it is so quiet, you could hear two crickets having an orgy with a Burmese walnut beetle. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. This guy has some power. Wouldn't you love to have him on a date when you're at a movie and the people behind you start chatting? Ruining the movie for you? Just pull the judge guy up and he turns and looks at him and just says, quiet, please. Quiet, please. Right? Or your kids crying at night, going to sleep up in the crib. 
You're down by your fireplace with your golden retriever and your leather slippers trying to read the latest Nancy Drew mystery. And all you can hear is... All of a sudden, the tennis judge guy slides out from under the crib. Quiet, please. Quiet, please. Man, you want to see that kid shut up and fill a diaper in record time? Hello. I don't know that they get the, the name judge. That's a big term, isn't it? That's that's a big label, a judge. I mean, imagine going to court and that's your judge. Traffic violation, assault with a deadly weapon, murder. But your honor, quiet please. But my client is quiet please. But he wasn't even that quiet please. Can I see you in the check quiet please? Anyways, I've probably gone on too long about it, so this is Harlan Williams on the Harlan Highway. Quiet, please, jackass. Hey, what was that last part? That He never says jet. Quiet, please. Why did I get a jackass? A quiet, please. Oh, and I guess I have no choice. I have to be quiet because it is the end. Of the show. Oh, so sad. So very sad, boys and girls. Quiet, please. All right, enough of that. I can't take any more of that. Um, yes, 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 yes. Where are we? All right, announcements. Don't forget, everybody, to huddle around your podcast because our next podcast is the Harland Highway Halloween special. Oh, it's going to be scary. Scary, scary, scary. Dr. Ascot is going to be there. And uh, I've got some uh, poems I'm going to read you that I wrote. Some scary poems. And I won't give it all away. But this Friday is our Halloween special. So uh, make sure sure you are ready for it. Put your straight jacket on and cover yourself in mayonnaise. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Woo! Um, and don't forget, um, I'm going to be in Denver, Colorado at the Comedy Works uh, next weekend. That'll be November 4th and 5th. And then the following weekend, I will be at the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio. Two great clubs. Columbus, Ohio, that'll be Friday, November 11th, the 12th, and the 13th. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday combo pack. Get your tickets. Uh, These clubs always do well for me, and they tend to sell out. So I want to make sure you you get there before everybody else. And uh, we'll see you there. Um, And that's it. Don't forget uh, 888-500-2090 for your phone calls, harlowilliams.com for your emails. And uh, don't forget to check out the uh, web store at harlowilliams.com. Stitcher.com, you can get the uh, highway on your cell phone. And uh, that's it. Thanks again uh, for your letters and your support. Tell your friends to get on the highway because... It's you, buddy. Yeah, that's right. Um, And until next time, everybody, chicken chow mein, baby! What the fuck is this guy laughing at?